You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast, and Aurora, that title has never been more applicable than <laughs> this week, where we actually have two different Walking Dead serieses to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the season eight finale of The Walking Dead, and uh, the season four premiere of Fear the Walking Dead. And there's a lot to talk about in both of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess let's dive in to the season eight finale, episode 16 of The Walking Dead called Wrath. Uh, Rick's group, uh, they follow the plan, the, the false plans that were given to them by Gregory, leading them into a trap. But as the saviors fire their weapons, all of them backfire due to their ammo being sabotaged by Eugene. Aurora, Eugene is just determined to not allow you to hate him. My opinion has not changed. <laughs> He's trying to redeem himself here. <laughs> He's trying to redeem himself. Uh, the surviving saviors surrender. Uh, meanwhile, back at the hilltop, there's an attack going on there as well, but it is stopped with help from Aaron and the Oceanside ladies mm-hmm. who show up with a bunch of Molotov cocktails, essentially. I don't think they don't have any more guns. But they've got a bunch of firebombs, and that certainly helps them keep things under control at the hilltop. Uh, Rick is chasing down Negan. They brawl in an open field. Uh, They have one of those, like, brawl talks, where they're, like, talking while they're brawling, essentially. Uh, Rick manages to slice Negan's neck, uh, but then has Sadiq tend to the wound, knowing that Carl wanted Negan to survive. Uh, The survivors regroup and start to rebuild their communities, but Rick's decision to spare Negan has angered Maggie and Daryl. Right. And they vow to take action against Rick in the future. What the shit? Aurora, what is going on? (laughs) Also, by the way, there's something in this Wikipedia, uh, uh, I guess, recap here that I left out. Because I find it to be grossly, grossly misleading. I'm going to read for you here what it says actually. Okay. It says, Rick chases down Negan. The two brawl, and Rick manages to slice Negan's neck. But immediately has Sadiq tend to the wound. That is not true, Aurora. She slices his neck, and he's laying there bleeding for like (laughs) a minute at least. Yeah, I thought he was dead. Yeah, and then he's like, Sadiq, make sure he doesn't die. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, no way, he's dead. You cut his throat. It, it was bleeding a lot. Yes. He's not alive. <laughs> what do I know? I never knew that you could recover from someone slicing your throat. <laughs> I mean, you can if somebody gets to you, like, quick enough, but, I mean, what does Sadiq even have on him other than, like, his hands and maybe exactly. some bandages? So they have to carry him back to Hilltop. 
right? There's no that, way he survived that, that trip. He 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 will die. I mean, maybe he just like nicked him, and it just you know, one of those spots where it just not like an artery because if you nick an artery, you can die from bleeding out. But maybe he just maybe it looked worse than it was Aurora. But it certainly <laughs> seemed to me like he was dying. Uh, anyway, other than other than that weirdness, what did you think of the season eight finale? I don't know. What did you think? I, I did it feel like a finale for you? Mm, kinda. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little bit. Yes, but no. Yeah. Um, to me, the best part of... I mean, okay, for for me, there were two things that I, that I thought were great. Uh, one, visually, was watching all of those guns backfire. Yeah, that was great. That was really cool. Uh, and uh, knowing that Eugene is not completely evil, he did decide. And, of course, he would have had to have done this with the help of everybody else too uh to right sabotage the 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 guns or, or not i don't think he could have done it on his own maybe he did but it is a step towards redemption i don't know if he can i don't know if he can ever fully come back i mean he did apologize for throwing up on rosita and that, she punched him in the face oh real hard <laughs> and she's like that's for the puke and he's like fair point uh that was pretty great uh, and um, uh, Lauren Cohen, her uh, performance uh, when amazing. when Rick uh, had Sadiq save Negan. Yep. Oh my goodness! Like you, she swung for the fences mm-hmm. uh, with that performance. They had to hold her back. She was screaming, crying, scream, crying. You know, we have to finish it. It's not over until he's dead. Yep. You know, she, this is for Glenn. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you forget about that because it felt like it happened so long ago. Right. Even though it didn't. It didn't really happen that long ago, but it, it feels like it kind of did. And you sort of forget about that for a little bit. But, I mean, that's what she's doing. And it's difficult because you can see both sides of the argument. You can totally understand right. Maggie's want for revenge. And you can totally understand Rick being like, look, we're not going to rebuild everything by if revenge is what's on our mind. Yep. And I'm sure Maggie's going to be like, well, we can do that after we do this one last revenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one last revenge and then we can move on. I mean, I like I've, I've mentioned before that I like the mor- morality of this show. Mm-hmm. I like to like study it how you know people think and i like to put myself in their shoes and try to think what i would do in the situation and when that happened i was like i can see both sides like you said but i had to go back to that episode where negan killed glenn Mm -hmm. what he did was awful yep like he was a terrible human being so it, it's hard to Except, go back to that because we've seen mm-hmm. Negan, other aspects of Negan after that. Yes. And he's such a likable bad guy. He's very complicated. Right. Uh, he's, I mean, and what he did was absolutely horrible. Yeah. But also in this episode, he reveals that the eeny, meeny, miny, mo stuff was bullshit because he should have been killing Rick because he was the leader. Right. But he didn't want to kill a father in front of his son. Right. And it's like, well, Jesus. 
Well, <laughs> I'll just bash these other guys' heads in instead. Yeah, let me just kill then, you know, the husband of a pregnant woman then. Yeah, in the most <laughs> guess horrific, that's better. <laughs> yeah, in the most horrific possible way. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, so there's like these weird threads of um of him that are that are in there. Uh, he's still a pretty awful person. Yeah. But it feels like I don't know. It, it feel, you know, we talked about it before. He's got reasons that seem like good reasons. His methods are awful, which right. are, that's a villain. That's a typical villain. They yeah. they think they're the hero of their own story and they usually have absolutely deplorable methods. Mm-hmm. Uh but you know, you can sort of see what it is that they want to achieve. They just start going about it in a way that doesn't make them very likable. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, to answer your question, it kind of felt like a finale. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like there's a huge cliffhanger at the end other than, you know, like Maggie and Daryl and those guys are against Rick now. Yeah. I mean, to me, it would have been, it would have felt more like a finale if Negan had died. Yeah. And the way that they did it, I like I said, I thought he had died. Like when he slides his throat, when Rick slides his throat, I gasped. I was like, oh, "He yep. did kill him." <laughs> yep, that's it. It's over. Because because th- that whole moment was really powerful too. Like he's trying to tell Negan what Carl wanted, mm-hmm. and Negan is crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna break through Negan!" I I was all convinced that this was gonna be the you know there, it's gonna there was gonna be peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he sliced his throat and I was like oh my god I, I, that was a finale moment for me but then when they saved him eventually that's, yes. that's w- yeah eventually that's where I, I was like okay this does not feel like a finale anymore there's one other thing that sticks out to me as grossly like what the what the fuck other than how long it took for Rick to be like okay go save him <laughs> and then he is saved somehow uh, the only other thing is uh, Aaron and Oceanside just showing up. Yeah. Like, it was very much like some of... I mean, when people talk about the stuff they hate the most, it's like the deus ex machina stuff where something just shows up out of the blue to save the day yep. with no real explanation. And, you know, we knew he was trying to get through to him. and But I think the last time we saw him, he was, like, practically dying out in the woods. And they're like, he, if he was. wants to... If he wants to die out here, let him die. And then the next time we see them, it's like, oh, we've just shown up to save the day. Like, what What are the odds that the timing <laughs> just turned out? And we just happen to have these Molotov cocktails here with us. Yep. Oh, boy, just... Ah, the a very convenient timing, yeah. yeah. It's almost like we're in a television show or something, guys. <laughs> uh, the timing is so great. Uh, that stuck out to me as like, a, oh, really? Yeah. I mean... They had to do something to save Hilltop, but I think I would have appreciated at least a, a scene where you actually see them decide to help. Yeah, and it took away from the tension, right, from that scene, because before that we see them running through the woods and there's a, the baby's crying. Yes. Um, and it, you Even have that tension baby. of, oh, my God, they're going to hear the baby, and then mm-hmm. it just didn't, like, all that's the tension the, didn't, didn't the pan out. baby, right? That's not... I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because for, for a second there, I forgot there was the savior baby that they rescued from the <laughs> place that they blew up. And for a minute there, I thought they had de-aged. Because um, it didn't... It, 
it seemed like oh now I can't remember her name all of a sudden Rick's daughter who Rick never hangs oh, out yeah, with. Judith Judith <laughs> Rick's daughter who he never spends any time with <laughs> right. um I for a second there because I thought she, they had sort of aged her up a little bit and now I thought they had like de-aged her again mm. uh but we just didn't see her she's just yeah. who knows where she is throughout all of this <laughs> yeah who knows she's probably just hanging out at the hilltop she probably hasn't moved <laughs> that's probably where she is yeah they left her there <laughs> I mean, Rick spends no time with her. Just awful people to choose. She's going to grow up, like, worse than anybody. Yeah, it could be worse or the best because she has <laughs> had to survive on her own since she was a I mean, baby. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah. I, it's the only person who ever spent any time with her is Carl, and he's gone. He's gone, yeah. <sighs> anyway, what, uh, any other thoughts about Wrath? Um, I, I did like the scenes where it was like a, kind of like a flashback of Rick walking with little Carl. Oh, I did like that. Yeah, that was really sweet. Um, and I think it brought everything together. Yep. Um, I do you well? Do you think that the here's my here's my theory? Okay. Okay. Negan. Michonne and Rick say to Negan that he's gonna be in prison. Like he's gonna be uh in a he's just gonna be a prisoner for the rest of his life right um which is what happens in the comics Mm -hmm. um but i feel like all these saviors have been brainwashed by negan for a very long time yeah and i feel like them knowing that negan is alive Mm -hmm. will keep that brainwash there yeah you know what i mean yeah i hear you because if he was dead then there's no reason for them to be keep saying i'm negan or be loyal to him yes. but he's still there yes. so i think i'm on the on maggie's side on this <sighs> yeah i mean it's tough like it's tough for me to go against because rick went with the star trek option right <laughs> which was to you know try to love and understand your enemy Right. And just, you know, let it let it end. Um but ew, this is this is not Star Trek. No. Uh, it's <laughs> diffi- it's difficult to say. I, I totally understand where Maggie is coming from. Yep. And maybe I'd even feel the same way uh if I were in her shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh what would you give this episode? This finale episode? I I'm gonna give it a a four. Um okay. which is kind of hard for me because I feel like previous walking that finales I've given a higher score yeah well i mean we we did have that one finale that one year where we were expecting something and nothing that's happened true. that's true uh, so and that's we, true. we thought that was a pretty awful series finale or season yeah. finale but yeah. um i was so i was kind of right where you are i gave this one actually slightly lower i gave it three and three quarters okay uh but i, I kind of feel I'm, I'm sort of right there with you it it had its moments but it didn't quite do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm really not sure what would have done it for me, but right. what they what they came up with was fine. But I wasn't blown away, right? If that makes any sense. Yep. Uh, right. Let's. Oh, you know what? We should probably mention something else that happened in the aftermath of all of this because it ties into the next episode. Uh, Morgan decides to leave the group and go live with Anne in the trash heap. Right. He decides to go become a trash person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, 
interesting. Uh, you know, maybe they'll start. Uh, maybe they'll start the 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 trash pail kids thingy all over again. <laughs> like they'll start a new group. These are the two starting, but it's not. Nope. Uh, let's talk about Fear the Walking Dead season four premiere episode one called "What's Your Story." Aurora, before I even read about this, I would just like to state that when we when I'm done. I had so many when the news about Morgan joining the show yeah. came up and some of the other things we had all of these questions we had all of these theories about you know where it's going to take place in the timeline I was completely taken aback stunned and shocked at how they went about it Okay this was nothing I did not think they were going to be doing anything like this Mhm mhm uh so let's talk about it the this episode takes place like Right after the last episode of The Walking Dead we watched. Yep. Maybe like a few days later. It felt it felt like it was the same episode. Like Almost. <laughs> yes. Uh so people come to visit him at the trash pile, including uh including Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh who comes to see him first? I don't remember. Jesus. Oh that's right, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> The Jesus, Ninja yes. Jesus, goes to visit him. Which uh, I totally forgot about. Yes. <laughs> he was and, barely well, on The Walking Dead season. <laughs> well, here's another thing. This is all in Virginia? Yeah. I thought they were all in it. I thought they were still all in Georgia. Me too. When did they leave Georgia? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> that also I, took me by surprise. <laughs> I could have sworn this was all taking place in Georgia, like they never left the state of Georgia. <laughs> yep. But apparently they weren't. They went east, mm-hmm. like northeast to Virginia. Yep. Anyway, uh, Morgan is, is visited by Jesus and Rick. They're urging him to stick around and become part of the group. But not only does Morgan decide to say no to that, he says no to just the trash pile in Virginia altogether. He leaves. He grabs a car. He does some walking. He does some running. It's like Forrest Gump for a minute. He just started running and running and running. <laughs> uh, but unlike Forrest Gump, he did get tired and was like, fuck it, and grabbed a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he walked for a while and grabbed another car and then walked for another while. And let me just say that he found a car with a full gas of tank of gas. Yes. What are the <laughs> odds of that? That's crazy. Uh, so he makes his way to the Texas border where he meets a man named John Dory. Uh, an- another guy who's been on his own for a while, apparently. Uh, the next day, Morgan and John are held captive by a group of survivors, but they are saved by a woman named Althea, who everybody uh, there was calling Owl. She drives a big-ass SWAT vehicle tank thing with, like, automatic guns that pop out from the side. Yep. Amazing. That's a badass vehicle this mm-hmm. woman has. Uh, Althea tells Morgan and John that she's a journalist, and that in return for saving their lives, the only thing she wants in return is their stories on camera. Uh, I would like to see the backstory about how Althea manages to keep this camera charged. Yes, yes. Uh, John tells Althea that he is on a mission to find his girlfriend, Laura. Morgan eventually opens up and tells Althea about his past in Atlanta and apparently Virginia. Uh, the group stops their vehicle when they see a woman crawling on the ground, which turns out to be Alicia Clark. Morgan, John, and Althea are then surrounded at gunpoint by Nick Clark, Luciana Galvez, 
and Victor Strand. Bum bum bum. Mm-hmm. So So tell me tell me your issue with the timeline. <laughs> I well I mean it's not necessarily an issue so much as mm-hmm. that when they said Morgan was going to be joining the show, our first immediate thought was because this is a prequel show. Right. That oh this has got to be sometime after Morgan and Rick meet one another, sometime after Morgan's son dies and Morgan mm-hmm. goes crazy or maybe right before he goes crazy and he's he takes off and he's out on the west coast and he meets these people and something about them sends him back that way towards the east coast. I don't know, something. I figured it right. would that's how uh how it would work. Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't expecting that he was gonna, like literally gonna yeah. walk to so two crazy things happen. Uh, it's a show called Fear the Walking Dead in which we saw, not until the last minute of the show, anyone from Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. There was nobody from the show until the last minute. Yeah, we saw new characters. That's what we saw. <laughs> and then the last time we saw all these people, they were on like a dam. Mm-hmm. And the dam exploded. And the only person we saw was... um. God, didn't who was it that we saw? We saw uh, we, Madison. I, I, we knew that Nick. I know no. we saw Madison wash up. On Alicia the beach. and Madison. We knew that they were okay, right? Yeah, but the fates of everyone else, right? No idea, right? And now they are here. Yes. In the present for this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the only thing that I can gather, because they said that they were going to be playing with time, and when I read that, I'm like. Oh, you know, because Morgan is appearing in The Walking Dead, uh, and this show takes place before The Walking Dead. So, th- no, they meant to say that because uh, apparently this show got new showrunners, mm-hmm. and apparently what they decided to do was literally just take this show and bump it up to meet with The Walking Dead. They now are both of these shows are now coexisting at the same time, right? In different parts of the country, and in order to get Morgan there, we literally watched him literally hitchhike and traverse essentially yep uh all the way there uh so that's fascinating <laughs> what did you what did you make of this i mean i'm always happy with a morgan episode let's just mm-hmm. start there because he's, he's, yeah. he's such an amazing actor mm-hmm. he's a great character um i think that from all the characters in the walking dead morgan is the one i identify the most yeah like i feel like that would be me <laughs> I would want to be by myself (laughs) Mm -hmm. because the the journalist, she is like asking everybody their story. Yes. And uh, there's a moment where like he at the beginning, he doesn't want to talk to her or say anything to the Mm -hmm. camera. Uh, But by the end, um, he kind of gives some of his story. But then uh, she says something like, tell me something real. Right? Something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says when when I when care I lose... about when I care oh. about people I lose them, something like that. Oh yeah, he said when I lose people, I start to lose myself. I start to lose myself, yeah. yeah. Um and I thought that was such an amazing line. Um mm-hmm. and it describes what Morgan has gone through so well. Yes. Um that I, I, I was happy that it was just a Morgan episode. Um because all of his episodes have been amazing. And this yeah, so, one was really good, too. So I was just surprised because this was nothing what I was expecting. Yeah, I was surprised, too. I was actually confused when um, 
what it started, I was like, uh, Wait a but, yeah. When we, yeah, because when it started, I saw it was a Morgan episode. I was like, okay, I'm I'm on board with this. But then at the end, when Alicia comes out and Nick and, and everybody, I had to go back and read what happened last season, Fear the Walking Dead, because I got confused. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't seem to be matching up with the cliffhanger. <laughs> right. Like, why is the show taking place in the present time? Right. And then, like, the only thing I could think of was that this show, they bumped things up. Yeah. I was like, why is Luciana there? <laughs> yeah. Like, when did all this happen? <laughs> um, now, uh, aside from Morgan, John Dory and Althea are going to become main cast members. Nice. Uh, they are three of four new cast members. Jenna Elfman will be on the show playing a character called Naomi. She is the mm. other main cast character that was not introduced in this episode. Right. Uh, yeah, so once I sort of figured it out in my head what was happening here, that the shows are now lined up in the same timeline, number one, I'm like, oh, well, they're going to do some sort of crossover <laughs> at some point. They've got to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, but... Once I sort of got past that part, then I sort of was I was sort of able to swallow the episode a little bit better. Right, right. Because right, at right. first I was just confused as to what was happening, and I haven't read anything about the show uh, at all, so I didn't know. I wasn't expecting any of this. Uh, but um, I'm not sure how I feel about the John Dory character. Really, I he's, loved him. Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. he's he's kind of he's like a smarter. Eugene, I sort of got like a vibe from yeah, him of like yeah. a, he's got like Eugene-ish tendencies, but doesn't have that Eugene dialogue where he talks <laughs> all weird. He is um, a, a cowboy, right? Like he yeah. he can whip out that gun really fast. Yeah, so he's got a really fancy six shooter. Yes. Uh, and Al- Althea, I really liked her a lot. Yeah. Uh, number one, I just I think it's fascinating that she's a journalist. Mm-hmm. Even though there's no news stations around anymore, why is she filming these? I'm like, because Morgan asked her the question. You know, she's like, "What would, what would, you know, what's going on with a person that would drive them to want to, you know, find out all these stories from all of these people? Like, what's the purpose? I want to know. Where did she get this badass SWAT vehicle? How did? Yep. What's the story behind that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm. I like her a lot. Yep. Uh, I like Morgan a lot. I don't mm-hmm. dislike John Dory, but he was he came off as like the third most interesting person mm-hmm. of the of the three to me. Uh so yeah, I liked the episode. Yeah. Uh, I liked the they had a really fun battle in a trailer park with mm-hmm. uh, the guys who captured John and Morgan came back to right. try to get the SWAT vehicle and take it out on them. We we were shown this flag, a white flag that had f- 51 on it or something mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Althea says has just been something that's been showing up around here lately. Mm-hmm. She does not know the meaning behind. Uh, and something else we learned, Aurora, apparently in trailer parks, like 50 people all live in one trailer because they would fall into these trailers. <laughs> like they open one, they open one. I think John used the door as like a shield or something. He opened a yep. door and it was like a clown car, like 50 <laughs> zombies poured out of that trailer. I mean, maybe people were, like, rounding them up or something. It could be, like, they were just, um, like, keeping them there. Yeah. Like, Morgan fell through the roof of one, and there was, like, 20 in another one. Yeah. I'm like, holy moly. Yes, and that's one of the things I've learned in this world, 
do not fall through the roof in a zombie apocalypse because <laughs> no. you will land on zombies. <laughs> no. The, Rick and Michonne fell through a roof once and landed in like a comf- um, That's comfortable true. cushions. That's that is the, and a lot of food. <laughs> yeah. That's like a one in a zillion. Yes. Like the rest of the time you fall through a roof, it's full of zombies out yes. like underneath. Just, you know, you're be- probably done for if you're not like a main <laughs> cast character. Uh, but um, yeah, I like the, I mean, it's called What's Your Story? Althea asked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, John Dory asked that of Morgan. He's like, what's your story? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when he meets him the first time. And Althea asked them the question. She also asks uh, that question to um, Alicia when she's got a knife to her throat, yep. <laughs> which I thought was great. Yeah. She was cool under fire. And I, and I I liked also the tie-in at the beginning of the episode when Rick is talking to Morgan. He mm-hmm. says something like, you try to avoid people, but people will always find you because that's yep. that's the world you're in. And that was proven throughout the episode many times. Oh, yes. So oh, yes. it was really nice. Finding, he kept trying to go and he kept running into more people. And he, he found a guy in the, in a car that was that sick. Was, that was interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he he and Morgan was just gonna like leave him supplies, and he's like, "I don't want your supplies. Just leave me alone." Yeah, I don't know. He looked like he was either starving or maybe addicted to drugs or something. Like he was. Yeah, I don't know what was go- going on with that guy. I I it it looked to me like he was turning. Yeah. Into a zombie. Oh, maybe, and he was just like, "No, leave me alone." <laughs> yeah. This is it for me? Um, uh, yeah. I I I would say. A pretty good episode. At first, I was like, "What the hell is happening here? <laughs> right. What? What is this?" <laughs> and then, once I had a chance to fully digest it, I think it ended up being pretty. What would you give this episode? I I'm gonna give it a five. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Holy yeah, moly! You got yeah. a lot to live up to. Rest of the season. <laughs> I didn't quite. I didn't quite start out the gates that hot. I mean, close. I gave it four and a half. I thought it was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just have a, a weak spot for Morgan, so. I, yeah, Morgan's yeah. stories are so good. The best. Yeah. He's excellent. And the new characters are good. Uh, I presume at some point we are going to catch up. I read an article where the showrunners said, yes, you will catch up a little bit on what happened to them mm-hmm. from the season three finale. I sort of give them, you know, credit. Let's give them some, like, you know, the, the ton of guts trophy for just deciding to leave season three where it ended and they're like, we're just going to move the show up. Yeah. We're going to skip yeah. some years and we're going to bring the characters to new places. And it seems like, uh, it felt like to me that some of them, especially Alicia felt like a very different person from the person mm-hmm. we saw previously. Mm-hmm. So it seems like some of them have changed as well. So, uh, awesome. Well, yeah. uh, that's the show for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead and hit subscribe. And then you can hear us talk about Fear the Walking Dead Season 4, Episode 2, called Another Day in the Diamond. <laughs> <laughs>